Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening and watching the Football Betting Podcast with me, Tom Pipkin, and my co-host, Tom Walker. We're back with another action-packed episode of the pod for you today. Uh, we got the FA Cup this weekend to look through. Championship, a little bit of championship anyway, League One and League Two. Um, we are sponsored by our good friends at matchbook.com. You can get a sign-up bonus, £30 money back as a free bet if you sign up for Matchbook using the code TFB podcast uh tom welcome no better place to start i think than our undertaker like streak which is forming uh four in a row four podcast treble wins in a row we're on a roll yeah we are uh, we'll go through it in more detail later but 5.69 was the price lots of nice tweets at t underscore fb podcast saying you know i know you guys had a bit of a, a slow start but kept the faith really glad that i did Lots of people, um, you know, really enjoying the the run that we're on at the moment. It's important to note that this won't last forever. We said that when we were struggling, and it's only fair to point out it's not going to last forever as we're doing well um, as well. Obviously, we want people to take on board what we say, but we also want people to put their own thoughts against our research um, so uh, they're not just relying on what two lads on the pod say, but yeah, uh, really enjoying it so far. And you know, last time the FA Cup was out, Tom, and we said off air we're going to be dining out on this for a while. But last time we uh, put an FA Cup tip out there, uh, it was a sixteen to one Stevenage away at Villa, and it came in. So uh, I feel like the pressure is on to find the next underdog. Big Steve Evans, he's a. Uh... He's got it for us again, isn't he, this next round? He, yeah. I think he's uh, he could be the one. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, let's look through the FA Cup then. Um, first of all, <clears throat> so we're, we're just going to pick out the ones we like. We're not going to go through all the games. It's the FA Cup fourth round. It begins on Friday night with the blockbuster game that is Man City against Arsenal. Um, anything that you fancy from this particular matchup? Because the first time these two sides have met this season... So even though it's the FA Cup and there might be rotated size, and that's an important thing to say um, for all of our tips, you know, we're, we're going off form and what we think the size might be, but we never know what kind of levels of rotation there might be on the day. So please do check that out and check the team sheets. Um, but yeah, Man City against Arsenal. Do you reckon these will go full strength? You just honestly took all the research that I had because I don't have any tips. Because... <laughs> Because I don't know where the managers' heads are at. I feel like in certain ties, we can predict who's going to go for what. I have no idea how this is going to go down. I feel like both teams will play two-thirds full strength. Because you don't want to go... Arsenal don't want to rotate, play the kids against Man City's first team, lose 4-0, and then kind of have that, you know, give Man City that like head-to-head upper hand, you know? Um yeah. But you also don't want to play your full strength side because, really, as much as I love the FA Cup, you know, Man City want to win the league and the Champions League, and, and Arsenal want to win the league. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, honestly, watching brief, and maybe I'll throw a tip out there on Twitter because it's a big game um, once the teams come out. But yeah, nothing for me right now. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's smart advice. Um, yeah, just remember that's a Friday night, guys. So if you're listening to the pod on Saturday morning, you've missed it. <laughs> right, let's dive into Saturday's games first then, uh, and then we'll take a look at Sunday's games. 
So there's a few that stand out for me. Um, I'll get started with Sheffield Wednesday at home to Fleetwood. And this, funnily enough, is the exact game that we tipped out uh, last weekend, wasn't it, on our winning treble? Uh, yes, it was. Sheffield, yeah. Sheffield Wednesday were at home to Fleetwood last weekend in League One. Uh, they duly beat Fleetwood 1-0. Um, and I think, you know, rinse and repeat for me. Similar price, 1.46 for Sheffield Wednesday. I roughly remember them being a, a very similar price last weekend in the league. And I just think they'll do it again. Um, all the reasons that we said last week for Sheffield Wednesday still stand. You know, they're a very, very good home side. Let's not forget in the last round, they beat Newcastle at home uh, 2-1. So there's certainly no pushovers. They've got one of the best home records in League One. I know this isn't the league, but um, that will surely carry over into the FA Cup for me. Fleetwood. Um, yeah, just just really struggling generally in the league and uh, not the best away from home either. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think they'll get another comfortable win here Wednesday. It's not a good recipe, is it? <laughs> not a good recipe at all. Uh, I'm going to get us kicked off of both teams to score, actually. Okay. Um, it's the early kickoff on Saturday, so early, early kickoff klaxon alert. Um, it is Accrington Stanley against Leeds United. Both teams to score, yes, is 1.86. Uh, from an Aki Stanley point of view, you know, in terms of their uh, form at the moment, they got the fifth worst defence in League One as they fight against relegation. Uh, in terms of, you know, league action, it's only uh, one clean sheet in their last five league games. It's not been great at all uh, at the back there. And then with Leeds, you know, they've been, apart from a nil-nil, which is obviously a huge blemish on my on my research, uh, previously they'd scored uh, in five consecutive games. And in f- those five games, they scored more than one four times. Obviously, five last time out in the Cup against Cardiff, where they won 5-2 in a replay. Uh, Previously before that, obviously, the game at Cardiff City Stadium, they drew 2-2. So good form in the FA Cup. Uh, Obviously, Wilfred Nanto is someone that we all want to watch and someone who we're all very excited about. Uh, He was absolutely purring in that Cardiff game, and I imagine his tail is going to be up for this one as well. 1.86, both teams to score. I'd like a little bit more. Considering Accrington a League One, I like a little bit more than than that one point yeah. eight one. Yeah, um, I get that. Tip still stands. Um, I like the research thing upcoming. Uh, Luton at home to Grimsby for me another odds-on favourite here. Uh, the Championship side against the League Two side one point four seven for Luton to get a win. Uh, they're picking up steam quite nicely now under Rob Edwards. Are Luton? Um, they won five of the last seven games across all competitions. Uh, generally very tough to beat anyway at home. And Grimsby come to this side come to this game in very poor form away from home generally. Um, they've lost five in a row away in the league. So that tells you they're poor travellers. Uh, their only win in their last six away games was away to Cambridge in the FA Cup. So um, considering how poor they're playing away from home in the league, I can't see that suddenly flipping on its head, especially away at a team that's really informed and a tough place to go like Luton. So this, 
for me would be a massive coupon buster again. This a championship side losing to a League Two side at home and an out of form League Two side at that. I, I really can't see Luton slipping up here against Grimsby. I think they'll uh, professionally get the job done. I don't think they'll smash Grimsby, but you know, if they Luton and two nil, something steady like that, um, comfortable. Yeah, I really, uh, I really liked Grimsby at the start of the season. If you cast your mind mm. back, Tom, but I haven't spoke about them for a long time. I uh, haven't been overly impressed, and uh, Adebayo for for Luton is is showing some nice sparkling form. Uh, another early kickoff tip for me, um, and this is an underdog that I like. Yes. So I want to ask you a question. If I'm back in the underdog, yeah, and the early kickoff curse strikes is that in my favor or not in my favor that's in your favor for me okay so that means Warsaw are going to be Leicester at nine to two nine Phew. point mate you, you do yourself an injustice there not nine to two nine point two oh, sorry <laughs> sorry 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 nine point two nine to two won't be back in that no way uh yeah nine point two apologies a uh, few reasons here. Let's start off with, with Leicester. The priority for Leicester has to be staying in the league, surely. Uh, I think travelling away to a League Two side will give Brendan Rodgers enough temptation to rotate heavily. Uh, I think if he was going away to, let's use Luton as an example, I think he'd go full strength. I think going away to a League Two side, he might rotate one or two more than before. Um, they're they're honestly really really struggling in in all assets when you have a look at their record. You know what's going on at the moment at Leicester. Uh, they have it's very old, it's very congested and everything. But only nine points from ten games on their travels this season. It's around just below mid table, but I think that's quite a low number to be just below mid table. To be honest with you. Um, and then in terms of their uh, defence, they've got the second worst defence in the league. 35 goals conceded over the last 20 games. And they are the sixth worst uh, team over the last eight games. Now, lots of pressure on. Lots of injuries still for Leicester. Now let's flip it to Warsaw. And you know how this is going to go. Uh, they are the best team in League Two. Over the last eight games, they've yielded 17 points from their last eight. Uh, their home record is the seventh best in the league. And in terms of their defence as well, uh, they've got the third best defence. I would like it if they were a little bit stronger going forward, I'll be honest with you. Uh, they've got around a, a mid-table uh, points return for that, 30 from 24. But I think there's something to there's something to fish at here. Whether we get a bite or not, I'm not sure. But I know I'll be having a little bit of fun on that. 9.2. You know, if the teams come out, and this is one to get on before the teams come out. Because if the teams come out and Leicester's team is weakened, you're going to see that price tumble. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And there are going to be upsets. That I'm, I'm sure it's guaranteed almost there are going to be upsets. And it's just yeah. it's just picking them out. And this, this is a candidate. That's for sure. Absolute yeah. candidate. Um, I'm going to look towards Burnley away at Ipswich. 2.28 is the price for Burnley. Um, I really like it, to be honest, to get them at such a good price. I 
I know Ipswich are good, um, doing well in League One, pretty strong home side, but come on, this is Burnley. They, mm. They're in such a good run of form. Uh, six wins in a row across all competitions. We saw in the last round, Burnley went away to Bournemouth and beat Bournemouth away 4-2. And I know Bournemouth aren't in a fantastic place in, in the Premier League at the moment, but you know this is a Burnley side running rampant in the Championship knocking off a Premier League side away from home in emphatic fashion. And if they can do that, they can certainly go away to Ipswich and, and, and get a result. Um, you know, some of their recent away results that we've seen, uh, they've gone away to Swansea and won. They've gone away to uh, Sunderland and put four past Sunderland at the Stadium of Light and won there. Uh, kind of lost 2-0 to Manchester United, but, you know, that's, that's no disgrace in the uh, EFL Cup. But, yeah, I think Burnley are... On, well, they're obviously on fantastic form, and I think you know the the train marches on. I think for Burnley here. Yeah, I mean the only thing that that's I mean obviously we don't have to agree on on every single tip. Of course, that that would make for a very boring show. But um, but yeah, the only thing that makes me nervous about Burnley is I, I just, I'm still learning a lot of their players. They've made a, a ton of January mm. signings. <clears throat> don't know anything about any of them I don't think to be honest with you they're all obviously um, from scouting networks beyond my knowledge I trust what they do as a club at the moment under company and the new owners I'm sure they're all good players but it's a little bit too much of an unknown quantity for me at the moment even though Ipswich have have taken a bit of a nosedive which I I totally respect but I I think one of the things I know we're talking about team sheets and who's going to play I think because Burnley are in such a good position in the league, where almost automatic is is almost sewn up, I'd say. They're so far clear. Um, this isn't a game where they need to rotate unless he wants to, to give other players an opportunity. You know, if they want to play full strength, they could do. Whereas Ipswich, on the other hand, are fighting tooth and nail to finish in the top two, top two spots in League One. So this isn't priority for them. Whereas Burnley have kind of got their priority, which is promotion, almost done. So, you know, this is just a free hit and let's have a good cup run for Burnley, I think. Mm, okay, valid point. All right, let's move on to Tottenham. Uh, they're 1.26, so this isn't going to get too much air time. Um, but <laughs> I think, you know, we got to look at, at Preston here, third worst uh, home record in the championship this season. Just 13 from 14 uh, games. And Tottenham, obviously, you know, constantly being questioned, I feel like, Tom, in the media. Um, I went against them. I backed Fulham the other night, thinking they might slip up. They won. Um, I thought they might uh, lose against Palace as well. I backed Palace. They won. Yes, there's a couple of wobbly results in there. Obviously, Arsenal and Man City, they lost pretty emphatically. But uh, again, this is another game away from home where you're looking at it and on the surface you might be thinking, I tell you what, you know, can really uh, can really see Tottenham slipping up here. But I think Preston are just about the perfect opponent. No wins um, at Deepdale since the 1st of November. Uh, that was a 1-0 win over Swansea. So, yeah, incredibly short, but they should have enough no matter what team they put out. Yep. Um, any more for Saturday for you? Because there's no more for me. 
No, come on, take it away on uh, on Sunday. I can't wait to <laughs> can't wait to hear this now. Three games on Sunday, all interesting ones: um, Brighton against Liverpool, Stoke against Stevenage, and Wrexham against Sheffield United. Um, I think you could get a you could pick a good price to accumulator if you, if it, things go the way they I t- could. I tell you what, I tell you what, you take us through your tip, and I will build it right now. And I'll let you know what it pays once you've done going through your, uh, your right. team. You talk about. First, first, I'm going to go for Brighton then. I think they'll knock off Liverpool. Uh, 2.6 is the price for Brighton. You know, they're the outsiders for this game. Liverpool, the favourites at 2.42. I think um, Liverpool's last game uh, in the FA Cup when they played Wolves... Um, Probably gives us an indication of the kind of team that Klopp will put out in this one. Liverpool generally aren't on good form anyway, but uh, I expect him to play a similar side to what he did against Wolves. And I'm talking starts for players like Fabio Carvalho, uh, Bajetic, Harvey Elliott, uh, Gakpo, um, Simicast maybe, uh, Milner probably right back. And I think... If Brighton put two-thirds full strength out, they should be more than good enough to beat that strength Liverpool side. Um, and we've already seen these two sides play each other recently in the league. Brighton won 3-0 um, at home not very long ago. So they'll be coming into this full of confidence, knowing A, that they can beat Liverpool comfortably, as they have done. And two, if it's a weakened Liverpool side, it gives Brighton even more confidence. Again, I think, like you mentioned with Walsall Leicester, this is one to get on Brighton before the team sheets come out. Because if the team sheets do come out, and it is as I expect, Liverpool won't be the favourites anymore. No. 57.5 to 1 is the Sunday treble of Brighton to beat Liverpool, Stevenage to beat Stoke, which is what I'm going to talk about now, and uh, Wrexham to beat Sheffield United. Please gamble responsibly. We're not saying it's going to come in, but we are saying that it might be a little bit of a Sunday fun day. Uh, something something fun to to entertain us as we watch the, the scores come in. Yeah, Tom, let's talk about Stevenage. Uh, they moved into the bookies' favourites for promotion uh, on the weekend. Huge game in League Two for those of you who, who don't really listen or, or aren't bothered about League Two. They played Leighton Orient. Leighton Orient were injury depleted, but it was a top versus second tussle and Stevenage took them apart. 3-0. Comprehensive, absolute men against boys kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, we obviously, again, backed them with the 16 uh, to 1 away Aston Villa, just based on the fact that they are built on solid foundations. They're an absolutely frightening team from set pieces. To be honest with you, um, you know they've got some real monsters at the back and uh, and up front. To be honest with you, uh, they haven't lost in their last six games, and they're going away to a Stoke team who annoyingly uh, beat Reading last time out at home four nil. Now I'm going to caveat that and say that Reading away from home been pretty woeful this season. I'm hoping that. Stoke capitalised on how bad Reading were as opposed to Stoke putting in a masterclass. Um, you know, Stoke are... Stoke are... Uh, 
a boat without a paddle, really. I feel like they're just kind of floating at the moment and they're without a lot of direction, a lot of hope. You know, they are in a relegation battle. They are seven points clear. That sounds like a lot, but that doesn't take too much to uh, to be overturned. They're definitely looking over their shoulder and making sure that they stay safe this season. Um, they have the fifth worst home record in the league. They have a worse home record than struggling sides like Cardiff and Huddersfield and obviously Rotherham, who are propped up by their uh, start to the season under Paul Warren before he left. I think this has potential, Tom. This has potential for Stevenage to go there. And you know that Steve Evans is going to have them bang up for it. He's going to say, if you can go away and beat Villa, you can go away and beat these lot. Right? Yeah, 100%. I feel like, in my head, they've already won. I'm so convinced that Stevenage are going to win this game. Yeah. <laughs> I really am. Um, yeah, and it's a great price, isn't it? Obviously, yes, nowhere, nowhere near as good as a Villa price, but that's to be expected. But sure. uh, it's still a cracking price for Stevenage to get a result here. Even yeah. if you want to take a bit more caution with it and, and maybe go double chance, I still think you know, you're going to get a return on that, personally. They're a, they're a better price. So, obviously, Stevenage um, are two leagues apart from Stoke, and they are away from home. But they're a bigger price than Wrexham, who are a non-league team against a team in Sheffield United who are in the automatic championship promotion spots. Mm. So. Yeah. Um, well, shall we talk about Wrexham then? Uh, yeah. They're the Take final away, game yeah. for Sunday. Uh, they're 4.2 to get the win at home to Sheffield United. Uh, Sheffield United 1.7 favourites. Here you've got the National League's best home side against the Championship's best away side. So, uh, for me, out of the three games that we've just talk- spoken about, this is the one that I'm most unsure about, to be honest. Uh, but Wrexham have played 12-1-12 in the National League, so you can't argue with their home record. Scoring on average just under four per match. Um, so they're in fantastic home form. But, yeah, Sheffield United away form is, is very good themselves. <laughs> so um, I, I'm unsure. But I just believe in the magic of the FA Cup is what, is what I feel like. I, I really like that. So bloody sweet, that is. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I, I just, um, I just, you know, Wrexham are getting a lot of coverage. It's going to be on television. They're getting, low, obviously, with the whole Ryan Reynolds, Rob McElhenney stuff, um, they're getting a lot of coverage now in America. Um, I I don't know. I, I just think it's this season's really built up for for Wrexham to go on a big cup run. You can you can just imagine on next next year's Disney Plus documentary, can't you, that uh, they show this game, Wrexham get a last-minute winner or something like that, the cup run goes on. It's just, yeah, I don't know. On paper, watch- on paper, Sheffield United probably should win because they're much the better side, really. But um, the magic of the FA Cup, you know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> have you watched the documentary? I have, yeah. It's all right. It's all right. Started, started watching it, and then my wife had a look at the TV. She saw Ryan Reynolds, and uh, she was like, oh, what's this? Told her all about it, and she's like, well, that sounds interesting. I'd like to watch that with you. I was like, yeah, okay, that sounds great. So I stopped watching it, 
and I haven't tuned in since. I think that was in November. <laughs> I need to get on it. Yeah, it's all right. Like they um they break it down a lot for the American viewer who probably doesn't know an awful lot about football. Like they explain the whole pyramid and how the rules of football and promotion and relegation, how oh, that works and stuff like that. So yeah. it does get dumbed down quite a lot. But um no, it's still good. It's good. All right. Definitely worth a watch. It's it's long though, it drags on a bit. It's about twenty episodes or something stupid. Oh, like hell. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Didn't probably need to go on for quite so many episodes, but it was, it was decent. It's quite the commitment. Yeah. Um, and okay, well, uh, there's your Sunday treble. Hopefully that one wins, then we'll all be rich. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Matchbook for a moment, and then we'll move into the Championship League 1 and League 2. Yes. Do you know what? The FA Cup, I think we said this in the third round, the FA Cup's a great opportunity to take advantage of this promotion from Matchbook. Um, it's a money back as a free bet offer up to £30 when you deposit as a new customer. So this gives you basically a free bet, essentially, or a risk-free bet. So if you do fancy Wrexham, Walsall, or Stevenage, or anything like that, and you want a little bit more assurance, open an account with Matchbook. Use the promotional code TFB Podcast, as in the football betting podcast, all one word. And you can get yourself a safety net. And you know what? Sheffield United do beat Wrexham 3-0 and they show their almost Premier League might. Then not a problem. You get that uh, money back as a free bet to, to put on something else on the Matchbook website. So, yeah, support the pod, support Matchbook and, and check it out. Give yourself a safety net this weekend. Yep, cool. So let's um, go to the championship. There's only three games this will be a very brief stop in the championship here. Um, Coventry, Huddersfield, Hull, QPR and Middlesbrough, Watford. Nothing to talk about here for me here. This is, this is you know the train stops when yep. it stops at this tiny little town and you think, who the bloody hell is getting off here? And nobody gets off, right? This is what the championship is. Next stop, League One. <laughs> Yeah, um, right, let's move quickly into League One. Perfect little analogy there. I love that. Uh, yeah, well, much more to sink our teeth into it in League One. We've got eight games here. Um, I'm going to get us kicked off with a with a potentially big outsider. Uh, Forest Green Rovers away at Shrewsbury. Statistically, absolutely nothing to back up. Forest I knew Green. you were going to pick this game. I'm so predictable. I love a new manager bounce, and we're recording on Thursday. It has been announced today that Duncan Ferguson of previously Everton um, is going to take over Forest Green as their new manager. Struck me out of the blue, that one, because I saw him being linked with the bloody Everton job the other day. And, big, uh, big, big Dunk the vegan. Yeah. <laughs> and now here he is. He, he's popping up at Forest Green. Um, look, he's a, he's a guy. We've seen him do it at Everton. If you want someone to come in, come in, inspire, maybe get an instant result or two, um, he can certainly do that. And he, he did it at Everton and he may do it at Forest Green. Shrewsbury are a team who can be beaten. They're on a decent run of form, but generally a, a, a mid-table side. Um, 4.9 is the price of Forest Green. And I just see it, I think, new manager, 4.9. And I can't turn it down. <laughs> Even though they've been terrible, 
<laughs> no, no, I, I do get it. Do you know what? Listen, normally, normally I, I, I hate new manager bounce. I, I don't actually believe in it. But if I'm thinking of someone coming in and getting a reaction, a Duncan Ferguson type of manager mm. is what springs to mind. Right? I don't know if... Uh, let's have a think here. I don't think Russell Martin at Swansea. Yeah. Right. He plays a very pretty, progressive, fancy, you know, modern style, heavy passing patterns, blah, blah, blah. I don't feel like he is a character who seems quite methodical and reserved and a lot more of a thinker of the game. I don't think he comes in and inspires instantly. I think it's over time. Yeah. I feel like a Duncan Ferguson, I don't want to do him a discredit because maybe he's the next Pep Guardiola, I don't know. But I feel like he probably relies more on the emotional side of management, the man management, motivating players, putting rockets up arses. I feel like he could come in and have an instant impact and then fade over time. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, nail on the head with that one. Yeah. Yeah, so if uh, if we are going to back a... A new manager bounce. I'm okay with it being big dunk. Uh, okay, let's move into Oxford, Tom. Yep. Uh, I am back in Oxford this weekend. They're at 2.5. I think that's quite a good price, in all honesty. They're away at Burton, and I mentioned on the show last time that I was really worried about Burton. They lost 5-0 to Morecambe, relegation rivals Morecambe. They lost 1-0 away at League 2 Grimsby in the FA Cup. That worried me again. And then they followed that up with a 4-0 home loss to Shrewsbury. Now, Shrewsbury are a more than capable mid-table side who might get a win here, there and everywhere. And, you know, they'll probably win one, lose one, draw one for the rest of the season and finish 12th. For them to go there and, and score four, that that's quite a red flag for me. Obviously, you've you know don't need to be a genius to work out that that means Burton haven't scored in three consecutive games. It something's happened at Burton. I feel like they they've literally dropped off a cliff because before that, you know they beat Forest Green. Okay, Forest Green under Ian Burton may not have been the toughest, but then they beat Lincoln at home three nil. Sure, they lost to Barnsley. I'm not bothered about that. Uh, then previously before that, they drew to Derby in the lead. Derby are on fire at the moment. Drew away at MK Dons. Okay, that's decent. Uh, then a couple of uh, cup competition results. Drew at home to Plymouth. Drew at home to Charlton. Like, I just feel like something's gone on. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Oxford, they've not been incredible. Let's not pretend like these guys are... Uh, are on fire or anything, but they did beat Ipswich at home 2-1. Uh, not last match day where they lost to Wickham, the match day before. And the match day before the Ipswich result, they beat Fleetwood 2-1 on the travels. I feel like if they can beat Ips- Ipswich and Fleetwood in their last three, they've got what it takes to go to Burton and win. So, yeah, I'm I'm back in Oxford. Cool. Um, no more in League One for me. Are there Are there any for you? No, uh, flirted with Bristol Rovers away at Morecambe, but I think I'm going to let that one sit. Okay, well, let's uh, dive into League Two then. Um, Want to get us kicked off? 
you know I've got two scary tips. I do, yeah. This, this weekend, so I knew you were going to pass it. I didn't think it was Halloween yet, but it's January. Come on, <laughs> here we go. No, honestly, I feel like um, I feel like these two are, are high prices, but I, I do feel like they are reliable tips that I'll be backing myself this weekend. Uh, we need to re-educate ourselves about Colchester United. Uh, they are away at Hartlepool United. They're two point eight six for Colchester. Um, January signings strengthening. New manager ish in Matt Bloomfield, and basically they've won three on the spin away from home after not winning all season on the road. I'm not saying they've cracked it and they're the best team ever, but you know that's pretty impressive stuff. They've uh, avoided defeat in four of their last five, three of them being wins, and they're against Mysterious Curl and Hartlepool, who are in 22nd, and I think they look like they're in big trouble. When I look at their results recently, it's just one win in their last five, uh, sorry, six, and that came against Rochdale, who I'm going to get on to later. I think Rochdale are the worst team in the league. So what does that tell us? That tells us that Hartlepool are on the ropes, Colchester are shedding a new skin, and they are showing some very inspiring form, to be honest with you. Uh, last time out, a draw against Salford only added to my confidence in them. Uh, I feel like Salford are a, are a tough nut to crack, and that's a decent result. If you believe in historics, Hartlepool's last home win against Colchester was in 2011. I feel like we just need to, again, re-educate ourselves about some of these teams. Teams change through the season and over time. So uh, I've gone against Colchester consistently all season, but now I want to be their friend again because 2.84. Cool. Uh, one for me, and this is, it's a loose one. It's a very loose one because it's late in Orient and they're getting the heebie-jeebies up towards the top of the league. I'm sure they'll still get promoted, but um, they're on a poor run of form. They've um, won one of their last six in League Two, um, and they've only scored one goal, and that was in that one 0 victory. The other five games, they failed to find the back of the net, which is, which is concerning. Um, you know, they're still comfortably within the automatic promotion places by ten points, but um, yeah, a little bit of the wobblies starting to set in after their fantastic start to the season. Um, I'm just being sucked in by the price. In all honesty, it's two point nine eight for Leighton Orient, and. And I know they're on a bad run, but, you know, this is a side in second who have been absolutely fantastic. With a bit, a month or so ago, six weeks ago, with a bit everybody's handoff for nearly two to one for Leighton Orient away from home at a team like Tranmere. Because Tranmere aren't anything particularly special with all due respect this season. They've won one of the last seven um, home and away. So they're not on very good form themselves. Um, And if Leighton Orient can start to find a bit of form, this is the kind of game that, you know, in the first three, four months of the season, they won fairly routinely. Um, and they're going to pick back up again. I'm sure they will. They're, they're, they're far too good. The manager's too good to let this slump continue for too much longer. Um, and if it is going to be this weekend, they're a big price to do it. I really like the thinking. I really do. Um, 
no no honestly like i really i really do like the thinking obviously we gotta we we have to find out whether this is a blip or whether this is the start of a collapse as you said but eventually i think it will turn and i think they'll be all right and uh yeah i think that's a that's a good one uh my like efl tip of the week is carlisle they're away at rochdale who i just described as the worst team in the league uh, I think that is fair. They are bottom of the EFL, so obviously I don't sound like too much of a genius, but uh, I think that they're on merit. Um, they've lost 9-13 at Spotland this season. They've only scored 11 goals at home all season. They've only scored 22 in total in the 27 games, conceding 41 with a goal difference of minus 19. Uh yeah, just basically really worried about Rochdale and what's going to happen. Obviously, they they changed their manager, didn't they? Uh, not too long ago, they brought in Jim Bentley, who if you may remember saved Morecambe year after year after year uh, when they were in League Two. But you know, he had a a small effect early on. He reminds me of the Duncan Ferguson type, where he might have got them rallied and. Now it's starting to, to slowly unravel. You know, I feel like every season, Tom, there's a team that is bottom of nearly every stat that I read. And I see Rochdale at the bottom of the league, the last eight. Their home form is the worst in the league. They're the only team to get single digits at home in terms of points. They've got eight from 13. Newport, 23rd in that table, 12 from 13. So a four-point gap. Um in terms of their away form, it's actually relatively respectable in 15th. But then, you know, we have a look at their attack. It's the third worst. We have a look at their defence. It's amazingly not the worst. Uh, 41 goals in 27. Hartlepool, who I mentioned, I think will lose 50 goals in 27 games. Shipped. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, Carlisle. Um, really liking what I'm seeing. I feel like they're going very under the radar. Not many people are talking about the fact that they're a point off the automatic promotion spots. As you mentioned, Tom, Leighton Orient, Stevenage, they are running away with it a little bit, but there is a third auto spot open, and uh, Carlisle are, are well within that reach, I think. Um, away from home, they've had decent form this season. They've got the fifth best record on the travels, but we're basically pitting uh, the second worst defence in League 2 against the best attack. 42 goals scored in 26 games for the Cumbrians. I think this is an absolute steal of a price. And I think you'll you'll find this will be a very, very, very easy win for Carlisle. 2.12. Yep, lovely stuff. Uh, definitely can see I'm getting a win. And that's it for me. No more tips. Yeah, no more from me either. So we're just going to have a quick look back at last weekend's treble in more detail. And then we're going to reveal our treble for this week as we go for five on-the-show trebles in a row. Uh, so last week, Tom, unbelievably comfortable. It, mm. it was so good. Uh, Luton away at Wigan, they were the scariest, really. Um, they won 2-0, no problem. We had Plymouth against Cheltenham. Now, Cheltenham did come roaring back and score two at home park, but... They conceded four at the other end, so we were okay there. Sheffield Wednesday beat Fleetwood 1-0 at 
in a relatively comfortable game, to be honest with you. Um, I know the scoreline doesn't really look that way, but by all accounts, a very comfortable uh, performance. 5.69 was the price. Yep, so we're going to go for uh, hopefully a repeat again this week. Slightly lower paying treble this week. It pays 4.69 overall. Uh, and we're going to go for two FA Cup games in Luton at home to Grimsby and Sheffield Wednesday at home to Fleetwood. And then in League Two, Carlisle away at Rochdale. So yeah, uh, £10 example stake would pay £46.90 uh, with matchbook.com there. So yeah, hopefully we can land another winner in a row. Uh, what, what was the Undertaker's streak again? 21-0 did he get to? Yeah, something like that. We've yeah. got, so we've got a way to go. Um, <laughs> hopefully we can, we can go for five this weekend. But um, as ever, as you have been doing, we love to see any bet slips that you have on and uh, any winners you get throughout the course of the weekend. Um, spot those upsets. Let us know what you think the upsets are going to be this weekend because, like I say, there's going to be some, I'm sure of it. I'll tell you what, The Undertaker was on four. When he did his 21, he was at four once and he got all the way up to 21, so why not us? <laughs> Imagine, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about fancy football. We're obviously taking a break from that. Uh, this weekend with no Premier League action, but we'll recap what happened last week. Uh, yeah, I'm just sick of this game, to be honest with you. I got more than the average points, uh, and I went down in the league. Yeah, and it yeah. just, it's just absolutely soul-destroying. 249th, I am. Yeah, 207 for me. Um, 72 points, Captain Harland, as probably most people do. But yeah, went down again. Uh, crap game. Crack game, why do we bother, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, but uh, no, honestly, it's it's a great league to, to be running. It's it's a really good community tool for uh, anyone who follows the Football Betting Podcast. 320 teams are in the league. The top 10 is as follows in reverse order. Uh, Neil McCloy, Danny Whiteman, David Arias, Daniel O'Reilly, Chris Postings. I think that might be a new name, maybe. Mm, sounds new, yep. Michael Tomlinson, Tola AW, Dan Pinsker, Johan Ekstrom, and Pat Ravenhall still hanging on to top spot and the free £20 bet. If you want to join our uh, league, you can do. You just need to ask us for the league code and have a team with the official Fancy Premier League website. You can get it by asking for it on uh, Twitter, T underscore FB podcast. We are well on our way to 3,000 followers now. Uh, so if you could join us and help us get there, hashtag road to 3K, then uh, that would be absolutely amazing. Yeah, please do. And if you've really enjoyed the show, we'd appreciate a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcast to help us on our way there. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys, most of all. And we'll be back again same time next week when it's normal service with Premier League, Championship, League One and League Two. Um, but yeah, let's enjoy the FA Cup this weekend. Hope for a bit of magic uh, sprinkled all over our bets. And uh, we'll see you next week. Cheers, guys.